In just a moment, uh, Eli is going to lead us in the song, Just As I Am. If you'll have your Bibles turned open uh, still at the text that was just read to us in Philippians 1, 19-26, the central idea seems to be for Paul to live is Christ and to die is gain. seems to me that there are three things about Paul that he emphasizes in this text. First of all, we see Paul's expectation and his hope. You know, what's your goals and what are your dreams? If you could have anything that you want, what would you want? If your salary doubled tomorrow, what would you do with it? So often people in this life have goals and dreams that go along those lines. That if they had their goals, their dreams fulfilled, that it would be measured in terms of finance or popularity or renown or recognition. Of course, they might want a spouse and some children to share that with and In the world, sometimes people say, oh, I want a little religion too. And sometimes those who are children of God can have the order mixed up as well. If we're not careful, we can be like the little child at Christmas time that has the the gift and takes off the pretty wrapping paper and rips open the box and takes out the expensive toy, casts it aside and plays with the box. You know, if we're not careful, we can be so enamored with this life and the brief uh, indulgences of the flesh that... We forget the full and the rich life that God wants us to have through Christ. But when I look at Paul, I see a spiritual man. He is going to talk in Philippians chapter 3, later on in this same letter, and he's going to talk about how he pressed toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He was always striving to do more. He made it his aim to do the will of Christ. He knew he would never fully do it, but that was what he aimed for. I'm impressed with Paul's expectations and hopes. Do you see it in Philippians chapter 1? His expectations and his hopes were aimed in a spiritual direction. But then second in this text, we see uh, the difference between life and death. Paul's view of life and death. I learn a lot from this. Paul is writing this from a prison cell. He's facing the prospect of death. Now, he's not sitting around hoping that he will die or waiting to die, wishing he was dead. But because his life centered around Christ, he didn't worry about whether he was going to live or whether he was going to die. He understood that death was just a barrier between him and Christ. And yet, as he lived life with that perspective, he could live life more fully, more vibrantly, with more hope. You know, I have known in my life those who were Christians who were dreading death and who were afraid of, of what would happen at death. Who shouldn't have. They were walking in the light. They were living a life in which Jesus was at the center. Certainly it wasn't a perfect life. None of us can live that. But they lived without that blessed assurance. You know, Paul was one who, though he certainly had his struggles, was one who lived with a confident expectation. He's going to say that later on in Philippians 3, 20 and 21. But right here he says, for me to live is Christ and to die is, not maybe, might be, could be, gain. I don't know if Paul ever met John, or how much time if they did, they spin around one another. But uh, John is going to write later in 1 John in chapter 5, he says, This is the message, that we have eternal life, and that life is in His Son. He who has the Son has the life. He who does not have the Son does not have the life. And this is the message we have delivered unto you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. 
If you're not a child of God or you're not living faithfully as a child of God, then it should be a cause of great fear and concern because you're not ready. A lukewarm and an uncommitted Christian cannot say what Paul said in verse 21. But if you are, you should look at at death as the doorway between you and seeing Christ forever. But then we also see finally Paul's mission as long as he is in the body. Paul knew what he desired, what he preferred to do. But he realized that it was needful for him to remain in the body. He needed to help others, those around him. He knew that as long as he was here, that it was going to benefit others. And he tried to live his life in that way. He understood that living in this body meant being of service to Christ to those who needed him. And so it's a reminder to me that to love Christ is to love Christians, those who are his servants and his people. Paul shows that his understanding of that led him to preach the gospel of peace to those around him. It was at the heart of his mission. And the Philippians, they grasped that and it brought them joy. You can tell about what's in somebody's heart by what makes them happy. Paul did not live as though he knew what was going to happen tomorrow, but it didn't matter to him. What does tomorrow hold? And what should our attitude be toward that? As we look at the uncertainties, Jesus in that great Sermon on the Mount says that we shouldn't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Tomorrow, we may be here on this earth, but tomorrow, we may be in eternity. But either way, we are winners. If our motto is the motto that we have in Paul here in in Philippians chapter 1, we can say, to live is Christ, but to die... As great as the Christian life is, to die is even better. You know, as you think about your tomorrow, and think about the legacy that you will leave behind, I heard it said, maybe you've heard it too, that a million dollars and a bale of hay are worth the same on the judgment day. Your epitaph. You're writing it each and every day. What is an epitaph? It's a brief summary that is said in the life of a deceased person. Sometimes they're humorous. A woman by the name of Sally Morgan died and her husband buried her and he erected a tombstone. He says, here's my wife. Let her lie. She's at peace. And so am I. There's another fellow who had this written for himself, had a very unusual name. And so he said, under the, uh, the sod and under the trees lies the body of Solomon Pease. He's not here. I can't remember the rest of it, but it's really good. (laughs) He said, the peace shelled out and he went to God. You know, your epitaph is being written right now. Do you want the epitaph of of Paul? For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If you've not yet made the decision to become a Christian, then you can't say that. But you can change that. By simply responding to the great grace of our God in obedient faith. Maybe you're ready to do that. We're ready to help you to put on Christ in baptism. Or maybe you're a child of God and even though you have made the decision, the greatest decision of all to become a Christian, you realize that your life is not hidden in Christ, that you're not walking in the light, but you want to change that. Eli is going to sing this song, Just As I Am, to encourage you. And if you need to respond to it, why don't you do it right now as we stand and sing.